Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast, because Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick-butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye-bang. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and a little notify bell next to it uh, to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. Yeah, that's right. We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com mm-hmm. forward slash Steven Larson. We have yeah. a variety of more tiers over there uh, today. On bonus episode, we're not going to do an overrun like we sometimes do. We're trying things out a little bit different. So yesterday, um, we had a preview of sorts of Interdimension Tension 2. Uh, us playing WWE 2K19, uh, fun wrestler versus W. Steve W. wrestler versus the other thing. We book Raw. And then today, uh, we went outside the scope of wrestling. I'm going to upload this after the show today. NBA 2K20. Did you include all the games we played? I did. Thank you. I did. I included, not going to spoil it. No, I didn't either. But I did. You get to see me fully annoyed and Larson fully. We're both very competitive people, Larson. Of course. We're both very competitive people. Of course. It's pretty fun, though, isn't it? No, it's a fun game. It was the first time I ever played it. So, yeah. I I guess, I guess based on that, I should be pleased with the results. I think you should be. Absolutely. And I got to play as. Uh, you know, characters I didn't choose. Mm-hmm. So understandable from both points right, of view I mean, here. It should be irrelevant. You actually played the game. I did not. It should be a, <laughs> anyway, a, non, a non-issue in that respect. It's not like I gave you a couple, like three lumps. <laughs> you got like all-time greats. <laughs> All right. No reason to complain, man. Listen, spo- come on, man. Spoilers here. Uh, we got a couple new uh, patrons in. Ness and uh, Martin Miller. Thanks so much for your support. You can check Thank out you. that bonus episode later on today. Also, if you're a YouTube channel member, $5. Gets you that bonus content uh, Monday through Friday. Correct. Uh, it's really good stuff. Uh, so uh, today, of course, we're talking about AEW. Yeah. Uh, there is, we, we're starting to do also a short uh, who won Wednesday night. See, we decided segment. that putting up two videos at the same time wasn't enough. Three. Why, we'll just do we'll three. Do three. Why not dump do three? them all out Let's there? Do three. You might get a notification for one. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah. 
You guys get to hear us bicker about who is better. AEW NXT Why week to week. Why be better? Just enjoy what you enjoy. No, man. We're going to throw power in there, too. Power was great. Power was probably my favorite wrestling this week, man. Oh, yeah? I thought I was terrific. Watch it. I don't have time to watch all of it. It was great. Uh, anyways, let's hop right into this. AEW, what did you think about it in a nutshell? Well, it was a good show. I don't think it was quite as, as good as last week. It doesn't mean it was bad by any stretch of the imagination. Sure. I just felt like last week it was kind of the, 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 the perfect bit of them interweaving various storylines together this week things felt a bit more segmented mm-hmm. you know like the i mean like every basically all but one match i think was a tag match was fine because they were all fun um but it, it's, it's filler ish well i mean like the two tag matches um well sorry all but two matches sorry were tag matches the main event and the women's title match were obviously not um two of the three tag matches were for the tag title tournament it's not filler mm-hmm. um the the only filler match is probably the the squash match. Um, I understand the point of it. Uh, I didn't feel like the the Mox Pac versus Omega uh, Page match was filler by a stretch of the imagination. No, that had a heavy plot plot point. Yeah, sure. Um, so I mean, I don't I don't feel like there was a ton of filler on the show. Um, maybe the the uh, Jurassic Express versus Lucha Brothers match was a bit long, but it was mm-hmm. still fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really feel like there's a whole lot of filler on it. Yeah, okay. I, maybe I misspoke. I don't think it's filler necessarily. You have to look. You have to have a middle act. You have to have things that happen between the beginning and the end. Um, but when you have that many tag, I mean, what two of the tag matches were actually part of the tournament? Yeah. And then you had, and then you had like the Hangman uh, and uh, and Omega thing versus yeah. Mox and Pack. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe just the you know the optics of having three tag matches, one woman's match, um, which was a decent match. match. Yeah, and then the title match, which I thought was a lot of fun because yeah. Darby Allen can do no wrong in my view. Yeah. Um, so no, I thought AEW was fun. I, I I echo all the same sentiments as you. I brought this up in the Who Won Wednesday bit too. Um, I thought that the one thing, and I know you and I are going to differ on this, but I think that the one thing that they don't do, which is kind of surprising to me is uh, more of, we saw the Cody segment uh, that you know talked about him being completely focused on uh, Jericho, uh, and JR illustrated the point that Jericho got to focus on Jericho and beating Cody. That's all he had to focus on. Cody's got a lot going Not on. a lot of business stuff. That yeah. was really, really well done. Yeah, it was good. Um, I just think that, number one, I think maybe you air that next week because uh, they were completely looking over Darby Allen. And they didn't build him up at all during the episode, leading into that huge match for him against Jericho. I thought that was a bit of a misfire. Have the Cody thing next week after you know that Darby Allen has lost the match against Jericho. Um, And then on top of that, I thought that, you know, they've they've got a lot of people who aren't getting TV time. And that's one thing NXT is pretty decent at. Sorry, not to be comparing and contrasting, but that's what I'm gonna do right now is the backstage segments uh, or video packages. Uh, I think that like you can fit a bunch of people in, uh, even if it's just for you know milling about in the background or doing something smaller. Um, I think that the one thing that, that really brought Being the Elite, uh, the YouTube show, uh, its popularity was the great chemistry between the Elite, uh, you know, SCU, all those guys. You got to see, I mean, that's the thing that everybody loved was how much chemistry they had and all their interactions and we get none of that on AEW Dynamite. I feel like that is something that sort of brought you to the dance along with the great wrestling, but that's something that really people latched onto the characters 
And I think that they could really use a little bit more of that in, in the AEW broadcast. I wonder if part of it, too, is they don't want to be seen as carbon copies of WWE with a heavy emphasis on angles and backstage stuff. Sure, yeah. You know, and, and, and the elite, granted, they all worked for Ring of Honor at various points, but they're all, they all became huge stars in New Japan. Mm-hmm. And how they present the storytelling aspect of their particular brand of wrestling is very reminiscent of New Japan, where a lot of the stories are being told in the ring. And they don't have the benefit, obviously, of the backstage stuff, the press conferences, which New Japan does, and, and very often leads to great bits and some opportunities for character development. And I, I just looked at All Elite Wrestling's uh, YouTube page to see if they had anything kind of analogous to it. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a Darby Allen promo on there mm-hmm. leading up to his match last mm-hmm. night. Uh, there's a Jericho promo. There's some other additional stuff. I wonder if they just feel like, okay, and maybe the fault isn't so much not having as much backstage stuff, but they don't do enough to promote all the ancillary uh, stuff they yeah. do outside of AEW Dark. Yeah. Like, they don't promote Road 2. They don't even pr- uh, promote their own YouTube page very much. So if they want to use these other outlets to build their brand outside of just the television deal um, and enhance the stories being told in ring with promos and vignettes and yada yada on various other platforms, uh, like, they need to do at least a, a little bit of promotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I don't, I mean... It, I don't have a problem with the way they're telling stories in the ring now. I know, I understand your point. Like, hey, maybe do a hype package for Awesome Kong or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe they 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 will as they start implementing yeah. whatever yeah. stories they have in in mind for her. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 characters they're focusing on right now are all relatively well established. Like, I know who Kenny Omega is, mm-hmm. and so the story beats that play out in the ring resonate because oh i know i know who kenny is i know who mox is i know who Pac is mm-hmm. i know who cody and all the major players are already i don't need them on the mic every week dropping a promo i know who they are yeah yeah um not to say that I, they couldn't expand expound be it'll um, be i'll just say this it'll be interesting to see if they do <coughs> start implementing a little bit more of that as they use more of the roster mm-hmm. going down the line i think it would i think it would strengthen the show to give us a little, little little bits of the best of moments from being the lead where it would it would enhance the story being told on TV because right now that's what I watch. Um, you know, I didn't even watch Dark this week. Uh, I hear that it's pretty great and I'll probably watch it maybe this yeah, weekend. Yeah, Omega matches something else. Yeah, yeah, I hear Omega it's great. Omega Janela match, yeah. Um, but uh, but no, I mean it's it's look, it's only week 3, it's a weekend, it's it's a work in yeah, progress. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's pretty stellar TV. Uh, uh, regardless, but uh, you know, nothing. It's not always going to be perfect. Another thing, and Bailey here brings this up in chat is they launch their TV product with only a month build to their next pay per view, mm-hmm. um, and so that might kind of explain why they're hyper focused on a very select cast of characters right now. Yeah, because everybody that's getting a lot of airtime, of course, has matches going down at full gear in less than a month. Um, post full gear you gotta think they got about three months to build to the next show mm-hmm. uh, in which case we might see more people brought into the narrative fabric that they got going on right now mm-hmm. yeah i would guess yeah but we'll see uh kelly 88 here uh super chat says was i the only one who didn't know santana and ortiz was from new york i thought they were from la because uh they were called lax my mind is blown i'm confused lol that is actually a very good point um I don't know if I knew they were from New York. If somebody had said, hey, Steve, quick, where are they from? I'd be like, oh, L.A. 
LAX. I know they were latecomers to LAX. They weren't original yeah, LAX yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, I mean, LAX, the, the initials for the wrestling faction LAX had nothing to do with the airport in Los Angeles. <laughs> right. But what's the first thing you think when you hear LAX? Yeah, I think of... of <laughs> One of the worst airports I've had the displeasure of going to. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the Real Prince Fingal Babbitt says, really enjoying the AEW tag team stuff at the moment. Could have a few more story slash promo beats, though, uh, through the show, but they're doing some good in-ring storytelling. Um, Nick C says, to answer your question in the title, we did. What is the title of? I don't know what the title is. Maybe Nick can expand on that. Anyways, let's hop right into this, Larson. Oh, what happened? Who, the title of this particular stream is "Who Won Wednesday." He's saying, "Oh, we, we did. the fans. We're the fans. That's Wednesday. right. Nick won. We won. We all, we won. all won. Exactly. We're getting some great wrestling, and that's the most important thing. Absolutely, without a doubt. So the show kicked off with which was supposed to be, I guess, ended up still being a, a, a quarterfinal match. Yes, um, for the tag team tournament between SCU and Best Friends. Before the match even gets started. As uh, Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels walking down the ring, they are attacked viciously by the Lucha Brothers. Mm-hmm. And it culminated in Pentagon Jr. dropping Christopher Daniels, the package pile driver, around the, the, the middle part of the ramp. Boy, they replayed that. Man, his head, ouch. Yeah, it looked like that probably hurt a little bit. Yeah. And then uh, Phoenix looks like he's about to hit a move on uh, Frankie. Scorpio Sky runs down, makes the save. Medics attend to Christopher Daniels. They take him out of the arena, and then Scorpio Sky goes up to the ref. He's like, I'm, I can sub in. I'll do it right I'm now. In. He's I'm in street in. clothes. He's just in jeans and some Adidas yeah. and a T-shirt. Yeah. And he's like, I'll sub in for Chris right now. I sort of turned my head for a second while <clears throat> all the, the scrum was going down. And uh, when I saw him saying, hey, I'm going to sub in now, I was like, wait, did they just take out Kazarian and Daniels, and he's just going to take them on I by himself? I thought about that for a second, too, because ah, I didn't see That would have been awesome. I didn't see Frankie anywhere. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. He disappeared um, for a second. It's kind of a, if this is kind of like the, the beginning of a potential singles push, mm-hmm. you wouldn't think, why is Scorpio Sky getting a singles push, subbing in for Christopher Daniels in a tag team match? Like, he's the guy who saved the day for SCU. He needs a singles push. Oh, man. definitely. Yeah. He's he's terrific. He's so good. He's so, he's so good on the mic. He's so flipping good. He's awesome and in the ring. That's how you make that's how you make a singles. He wrestled star, half man. this match with one shoe on. I know. It was great. That's something else. So anyways, so he he finds some tape ringside, takes his shirt off, starts taping up his wrists. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's gonna wrestle the match in jeans and some Adidas. Mm-hmm. Um match begins. Uh, pretty quickly, Chuck takes off one of Scorpio Sky's shoes, tosses it. And starts biting on his foot. Mm-hmm. That was great. It was interesting that they had best friends kind of wrestle heel in this match because, well, for one, Chuck lives in Philadelphia. Yeah, he came out with a Ben Simmons jersey on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're the the best friends are the ones who kind of doing the more heelish tactics. Yeah, I am not, that is something that definitely is a convention I've noticed they've used. Last week we saw this with the Young Bucks. They were wrestling. Mm-hmm. They're not like heels, but you know they wrestle. The, the, every whenever they go into a match, everybody definitely has. And this is part of storytelling in the ring. Everybody has a role to play. Yeah, um, and that was uh, the best friends this week. Um, and so uh, later on, Kazarian fights off a superplex attempt, but then best friends ended up hitting like a doomsday superplex. That was pretty cool. That was neat. <clears throat> that was great. Um, so Kazarian's in there getting beat up. He eventually uh, escapes his situation, gets the hot tag to Scorpio Sky. He he clears the ring. He goes for a pescado. Uh, Chuck punches him um, right in the gut, I think. And then Chuck goes for a tope on Scorpio Sky. And then Scorpio Sky pushes Trent in front of him instead. Mm-hmm. Trent eats the, the tope. Um, and then uh, Kazarian hits a hurricane runoff, the apron on the Chuck. 
and then uh, Scorpio Sky gets back in the ring, hits a, a tope on both the best friends. Mm-hmm. That was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, best friends go for a hug. Scorpio Sky br- breaks it up. The one moment SCU got some heel heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was all right because <clears throat> eventually best friends would get the hug in after they toss Scorpio Sky from the ring. And then uh, Best Friends hit a doomsday knee on Kazarian, only gets a two. In the end, though, SCU gets the win. Kazarian, powerbomb, Scorpio Sky, drop kick right kind of at impact, um, pick up the win. They advance. They'll be taking on Dark Order next week in the semifinals. Yeah, the finish was a tad messy. Like the drop. The timing was a little bit late. Yeah, but uh, that's a quibble. I thought this was a terrific match. I thought Kazarian selling the injury, the 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 Lucha Brothers uh, attack prior to the match, I thought was terrific. It really. This is a match that really built up steam as it it went. Really did. Yeah, they're terrific storytellers in the room. So we got we got. It's it's also very refreshing just to see pile drivers. I know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Chuck Chuck employed a pile driver. Yeah. I know. Um, so we get SCU, the obvious face, is taking on Dark Order next week in one semifinal match. Mm-hmm. You'd think going into this match that obviously, you know, the story of SCU going into this match, you know, Scorpio Sky having to sub in, maybe he's not ready, wrestling with his shoe. Uh, I think that's going to come up to catch him next week against yeah. Dark Order, which yeah. are supposed to be the I mean, heavier I guess heavies. I, I wonder if, if the especially this post-match or pre-match beatdown um, – was uh, to put the thought in your mind, oh, maybe we'll get SCU Lucha Brothers final. I think that's going to build feud separately outside of the tag team tournament. The final is probably going to be Dark Order versus Private Party. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How cool would it be if Private Party is, it ends up winning this tournament? It'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty I awesome. I kind of feel like they've set this up from the beginning to have Dark Order win. I think you're right. They really want Dark Order to get Maybe, that. hey, they have time. Maybe they'll, they'll you know... They'll tell the story in the ring. Maybe. And we'll, we'll be on board with the Dark Order as, as That's big like bads. The one real creative blunder AEW has made thus far is, is Dark Order. I still think it's Hangman. I understand <laughs> that, but I feel like that's kind of more of a low-key thing. Like People who are yeah. familiar with the Elite know who Hangman is, yeah. so it's not that he... I understand your point from an outside observer. I get it. No, I get here, it. Here's, the Dark Order... It's like, here's the thing. Hangman still does amazing things, and the people still obviously love yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Dark Order is just cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's really latched on to, to the Dark Order in the way think, that they want it to be. A, you know, like right, they want people right. to be freaked out they by it. It would be like the Wyatts, basically. Yeah, pretty kind of, much. You it know. just really hasn't panned out. Yeah. Before we continue, uh, Marsh88 with a big super chat. Thanks so much for oh, your wow, support. Thank he you says, so much. been watching you guys since my freshman year in college. Finally caught you guys live. Thanks for the years of entertainment. Lee Dijak. Uh, four was amazed. We'll, we'll talk about that on the NXT review. Yeah, yeah. And Stone Cold John Moxley is such a great tweener. This is the Moxley that we didn't get in WWE, I know, man. I know. And it's it's absolutely terrific. We do have some business to take care of, Larson. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, 
You can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Next, uh, there's commercial break, so but picture in picture, we get uh, Santana and Ortiz. They're uh, like just walking through the backstage area acting like kind of scary. Yeah. Tough and scary. Yeah. Who is it? Ortiz with his... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing the tongue thing. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, anyways, after that, we had... Uh, like we mentioned this a little bit, uh, the squash match. Uh, Reynolds and Silver versus Santana and Ortiz. I wonder if at any point they're just going to call them... Because their, their theme music uh, has oh, the, the, Tron, the phrase... Proud, proud and powerful. T-shirts have that on there. T-shirts, the Tron. I mean, I feel like Santana and Ortiz is a better name. Rolls off the tongue. Very easily. Not proud and powerful. It's too much. Yeah. Or PNP. That just sounds weird. Yeah. I don't like that either. Sounds urinary. I know. <laughs> Why not XLAX? <laughs> XLAX, man. I know. That's that's the way to go. That look good on a shirt. That would look good on a shirt. Anyways. You have uh, all sorts of uh, parody options here, too. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, anyways, uh, expect the Wrestlers results. love their parody shirts. Yes, that they do. Expect the results. Santana Ortiz win with their finish. Um, and then Jericho pops up on the Tron as Santana Ortiz are uh, making their way up the ramp and uh, says uh, they want to take on the Young Bucks at full gear. Yeah, yeah. Challenge issued, and I'm sure will be accepted. Meanwhile, they had a weird time figuring out how much mic you want to put on Ortiz, who just kept on yelling. I think maybe they were both yelling, the best, the best, we're the best, we're the best. And Jericho talking on the Tron. And they were like, did you hear one and the Ryan, other? Ryan the sliders on the yeah, mixing board, yeah. Bit, yeah. Let's hear what they have to say. Oh, they're saying the same thing. Let's hear what Jericho has to say. Yeah. So, yeah, evidently we're getting that match at full gear. That's well, cool. Be yeah, that's good. I match. mean, the, the card for full gear is shaping up to be pretty good. And you get Stacks. Cody and Jericho, Mox and Omega. Uh, the, fi- oh, no, the finals for the tag tournament are happening on the, in uh, Charleston on the 30th, I think. Yeah, 30th. Um, so you have Young Bucks, XLAX. Maybe even SCU and Lucha Brothers. Mm-hmm. And then for sure a women's title match, I would suspect. Mm-hmm. That's five really good matches. Yep. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's going to be solid. Uh, next, a really well done uh, video package about Cody. Um, kicks off. He's at home. Brandy's going over their schedule and their schedule book, and he's zoning out. His mind is focused. Man, do you ever wear like super formal attire? Never. Like business attire at home? No. Well, why isn't Cody just chilling in his sweatpants, man? I don't know, man. Yeah. That's his thing. He I likes wearing so. suits all the time. I mean, he's, he's well-dressed, man. He's got some great looking gear. dude. I'm just saying, you know. Let's see. You'd... Maybe if I had the budget for a fancy wardrobe, I'd wear that stuff more often. <sighs> I just wear, like, really expensive sweatpants. Who am I kidding? I'd still go to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, it was a really, really well-done uh, vignette. They had interviews with, like, JR, Brandy. DDP. Uh, and DDP. Uh, and I, I mentioned this before. You know, they talked about... How Cody is, you know, when he has a match coming up, they kind of just lose him. And JR was saying, you know, uh, when Cody shows up to a pay-per-view, he's just coming out of probably endless meetings. He's got spreadsheets, HR concerns. uh, And on top of that, he's got to focus on trying to win the world title. Mm -hmm. Um, With Jericho, when he shows up, he's got to worry about one thing. Well, two things. One, uh, winning, uh, keeping his title and maybe a little bit of the bubbly as well. Yeah. Uh, But one would have to lead to the other. Correct. And uh, and I thought it was a really well done thing. I like the shot of Cody just laying, sitting, laying oh, there, floating in the pool, floating in his pool. <laughs> that was yeah, it was cool. So yeah, that was good. 
Uh, it was almost like a, a sensory deprivation thing. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, because that's what you do in those things. You just float in water, uh-huh. and it's completely dark. Aren't they? I thought that those. I and they're. I think they're enclosed, but yeah. I think they're. Yeah, they're supposed to be a little, a little more claustrophobic. He just like ha- he just has his little spa in like his house, and, and he turns a, out the lights. Well, then they put a, turn like a black light on. Yeah, he's like it's the same thing. They're like no, it's actually you need to. No, it's the same thing. No, you're missing completely missing the sense of claustrophobia <laughs> you would have in a real sensory de- deprivation tank. Right. Uh, next, uh, women's title match. Britt Baker, the challenger, taking on the champion, Riho. Riho is super over. Yeah, she's awesome. That's yeah, she's why. Great. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she is great. Mm-hmm. This match was solid. Uh, early on, Britt goes for her finisher, Lockjaw. I like that. It's Rings of Saturn plus Mandible Claw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good stuff. Way to incorporate her gimmick into uh, her moveset. Uh, Riho gets the ropes. Riho hits the top rope crossbody. Britt rolls through with a pin. Riho matrixes out. Um, she goes up top for a, a double or a double stomp, uh, bricks out of the way, hits a nasty looking sling blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one had some, some stank yeah, on it. The sling blade looked good. Yeah. Britt hits a backpack stunner, uh, follows with a basement drop kick. Only gets a two count though. Uh, Riho goes for a roll up. Britt blocks it, hits swinging neck breaker, super kick again, only gets a two. Um, Riho puts Britt in a single leg crab. Uh, Britt gets the ropes. Riho like, apparently teleported the top rope mm-hmm. she got from single leg crab position to the top rope seemingly instantaneously yeah, quick hits a double stomp off the top rope only gets a two count though then Riho hits uh double knees to Britt's back Britt kicks out of that Riho sets up for double knees to the front of Britt uh Britt avoids it puts uh Riho in lockjaw and then uh, they actually did a really it was a good close-up shot of, of Britt trying to force her hand into Riho's mouth. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and Riho trying to, you know, keep her, her, her jaw clenched to, mm-hmm. to keep the hand out. And then Riho rolls back, rolls up Britt for the win. Mm-hmm. Um, then so the crowd was super in it, especially all the false finishes towards the end. Yeah. And afterwards, Britt, she's upset, but she extends her hand. Riho shakes it. Being somebody who's so averse to... Uh, to germs as you are mandible claw is that like on your list of top five finishers you wouldn't want to take yeah probably yeah yeah i mean there's like a bunch of power moves and then some dude sticking his freaking fingers down i mean i probably like this the 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 stink face Mm. oh that's number one (laughs) i don't really want to have anybody's posterior shot in my face That's a good point. In terms of germaphobe moves. Tops. Stink face. <laughs> got to be tops. Yeah. yeah. What about, the, what is it the dude? What is it the one where your your head is basically at the Oh, taint? the dude buster? The dude buster. <laughs> and then the tank comes crashing down. Well, I mean, at least there's layers of fabric in between. <laughs> yeah. It's still not ideal because it gets sweaty down there. But mm. not stink face when you re- literally seemingly have. What if it's a dude buster but done by Rikishi? <laughs> yeah, be, uh, because yeah. at least with a stink face, you can do this. Maybe with the dude buster, you got the crack I mean, coming in your then, face. Even then, if you turn your head to the side, you still you're still getting butt cheeks rubbed all over your face, man. There's no escaping someone getting butt cheeks rubbed in your face. <laughs> That's true, man. Anyways, after that, we had uh, Jungle Boy and Marco stunt. So is this is this a, is is Jr. just trolling now at this point? Because I've heard people say, dude, his name is just Jungle Boy. Stop calling him Jungle Boy Jack or Jungle Boy Jack Perry or Jungle Jack Perry. <laughs> we did say that too. Um, it's a bummer. Apparently, uh, Luchasaurus got hurt. This might be out for a while. Tore hamstring. That's what yeah, I saw. Yeah, that might be a while. That sucks. That does suck. That does suck. So if they put if this was not the original matchup and they put this match together real quick, 
that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, I wonder if I mean I wonder if the if Marco stunt if that's everybody just knows that's that's the kind of match you're gonna have. So oh, let's yeah. get it was no you're right it was very creative it was very I don't want to take anything away but it was very creative. Yeah, but I mean, apart from the time they obviously had to kill during a commercial break, sure yeah, it was fun. They were doing interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Marco was 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 finding opportunities to get his offense in. Anytime yeah, there was a bit where the what was it I think it was Penta threw him towards. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the Phoenix threw him at Penna, and then he just turned into a DDT. Yeah, I love that stuff. It's oh, yeah, so it was good. good. Yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. love that spot where where Penta has uh, Marco above his head in the press. Mm, yeah, and then just brings his arm down. <laughs> and just holding, holding him, him up, up there with, with one, one hand. Arm, yeah. I know. I know Marco has. Is no, but it was his, cool. It and then cool. throws him at Ray Phoenix, and Phoenix super kicks him. <laughs> yeah. Or then when he's grabbing, when he's grabbing Marco by the hair and swinging him around the ring. And, Half a dozen times. Oh, it's terrific. The way that they were finding creative ways to toss Marco Stunt around the, the ring. Yeah. Because we've seen him take those huge bumps, like getting powerbombed down the ring and stuff mm. like that. But they were trying to be a little creative. Yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that DDT. And I think that spot happened pretty early because mm-hmm. Marco and Jungle Boy were both just doling out DDTs. Uh, and they both followed up a couple aerial moves. Um, and then they did this really cool bit where Jungle Boy kind of has Marco in powerbomb position, flings him up. Marco uh, does a splash, and right as Marco's impacting, uh, Jungle Boy hits a leg drop, too. Mm-hmm, that yeah. was cool. It was that a really, was really interesting cool, yeah. creative spot. Uh, eventually, the Pentagon gets control of the match. A couple super kicks, tags in Ray Phoenix. Uh, they have the upper hand for the most part. Penta hits a, a pump handle driver on Marco Stunt, and he was holding him up there for seemingly forever. He gets a two count. And then during the commercials, this pretty much Lucha Brothers beating the heck out of Marco Stunt. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they have the press slam part, which is insane. Uh, Marco though does come back, uh, hits a knee, gets the tag the Jungle Boy. Um, eventually, uh, Marco's back in, hits a 450, and then Jungle Boy hits a sting, shooting star press on Ray Phoenix. Phoenix kicks out. That was really the last gasp of their offense, because in the end, Penta breaks Marco Stunt's arm, follows the package pile driver with double stomp from Phoenix for the win. They advance. They'll be taking on Private Party next week. Uh, entirely possible that SCU gets involved, tells private party win. Could be, could be. Yeah, yeah. At this rate, I'd just be really surprised that your brothers advance. Yeah, me too. It seems the point of this tag so tournament is, yeah, is yeah. is to put the the titles on an up and coming team to begin mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Yep. And hopefully, that up and coming team is private party. Yeah. I think it's going to be the dark. I mean, it'd be just nuclear heat if Dark Order. Oh, I know. I mean, I, and I think that's what they want. You know? I just don't because know if it's the private party. right kind of. It's like go away heat already. Oh no, man! I think if what have I said? One match. And oh, you one know match how good do private it. party. Yeah, is. they're outstanding. And if they're on the verge, and then you get those weird like little gimp guys like rolling at them and stuff. And every time they the, the the their their minions have come out and interfere, people are like, Ugh. <laughs> well, really? We'll see. We'll see. It's not like, damn you, Dark Order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Could be. I don't know. Anyways, next. Oh, this was tons of fun. Uh, Pac, Pack, and Mox taking on Page and Omega. Yeah, this was great. This was really good stuff. So before the match, Mox had a brief promo. He's sitting in the empty arena, uh, saying, you, "You tried to write me off after one injury, Kenny." Mm-mm. Don't write me off. Yeah, he said I'm gonna. What did he say? Rip off your head or something like that. Something. Like it's very graphic. Yeah, very violent language he used. Um, so they're in the all form in the ring. Like Kenny just he wants to get his hands on Mox. Eventually does. They start. 
uh, Pac tags himself in. Why do you insist on saying the wrong? Because what I'm used to saying. Um, Kenny hits the guitar crusher on him. Um, Pac pushes Kenny into his own corner. Mox tags himself in. So it was the, the thing where like Mox and Pac weren't exactly on the same page, but they worked really well together. Well, there are a couple. There are a couple moments of camaraderie. Yeah, you know when when Pac did something I forget what it was that uh, that Moxley approved of. You know, gave him a pat on the shoulder. Yeah. Like, well done, you. But in terms of the tag situation, it wasn't like they were tagging each other in and out. No. With a strategy in mind. No. They was, just both went again and get their hands on whoever's in the ring. There was, there was, they were in Philly, so there was a great CZW chant for Moxley when he came out, too, and he mm-hmm. did this. He was like, I love CZW. Yeah. He, he, uh, he put a picture up on Twitter of uh, him and somebody else outside the uh, old ECW arena. Oh, cool. Oh, did you see that Mike Quackenbush was at the show? I did. Yes, I That's did. Interesting, That's interesting, considering that he yeah. has done some training work at the PC before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting, interesting days we live in. Um, Kenny, though, tags in uh, Adam Page. Uh, he goes on a rampage. <laughs> Clears house. That's good. Nah. Um, eventually, he sends Mox to the floor, goes to the top for a moonsault. Uh, Pot comes over, distracts him and the ref. Yeah, he gets up to the top and he just sort of zones out. I know. <laughs> and then Mox pushes him off the top right to the corner of the apron. <laughs> yeah, dude. They need to stop doing Man, that Yeah, they know stuff. what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, they're going to kill themselves. Yeah, probably. Um, and then Kenny gets in. He just starts dropping everybody with Snapdragon suplexes. That was awesome. Just everybody. Yeah. Uh, hits his Terminator tope on Pac. Uh, Mox follows with a suicide dive. And then you Paige know, man. finally gets that moonsault in. So later on, we see a Darby Allen suicide dive. That's just, he puts, and he's light. He can do it. He puts everything it was, into it. Was, it was like a it's Ray like a Phoenix at Triple Mania. And Ray Phoenix had a suicide. And we didn't even get to see it. I know, but you could, you saw him, you saw the, the, the launch jump through out, the, the launch. I know, but you didn't see and him it do, is a launch. Yeah, I know. You didn't see him do the, 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 the half spin. Like. Remember the last suicide dive we saw uh, Ambrose do in WWE and how yeah. phoned it is? That's just how it is. This wasn't no different. No. <laughs> this wasn't no different. Not really. That's just his suicide dives. They're just they're just underwhelming. Yeah. Well, he's not as athletic as Darby. Oh, no. I Ray wouldn't Phoenix, suggest. So. I don't think we can get the same thing. No. I mean, he, I'm sure he's going at, not the WWE one, but the, the one last night. That was that was the closest he can get to reckless abandon as he can. Yeah, that's Because later on, uh, Adam Page had a hell of a suicide dive that basically put Paul oh, through yeah. the barricade. Yeah, and it's it's terrific. It's fantastic. Maybe if you see everybody else doing these great ones, and yours look like... Again, Page is just a better athlete than, than Mox is, man. Maybe just take it out of your repertoire. Do something different. Maybe. There's something else he can do. There's a way you can do a suicide dive, but feet first instead. There, yeah. Like, somehow find a way. Now, I'm not talking about a drop kick where you kind of swing through yeah, the ropes. Yeah, swing through the No, rope. no. I'm talking about actually run and then launch yourself feet first through the ropes. We've just said he's not. Like, if you're an athlete like Phoenix, maybe. Mox, I just feel like that's not I feel like he should work. try it, though. Anyways, uh, Page hits his moonsault, and then we get a flurry of offense from the elite. Uh, Page goes for a cover on Pac. Mox breaks it up. Uh, and then Kenny just destroys Mox with the V trigger, mm-hmm. and and he just like goes limp against the rope. Yeah, it was great. It was outstanding. He kind of rolls out. Pac drops uh, Kenny with like uh, with a springboard cutter. Uh, Page sends Pac outside and follows that suicide dive, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're just down to Kenny and Mox. They have this great exchange where they're, where they're uh, trading blows, and then finally they get out of the ring, opposite sides of the ring. They get their respective weapons. Kenny with the barbed wire broom, Mox with the barbed wire bat. And at first, the ref tries to get in the way, and Mox gets in the ref's face, and the ref's like, 
All right. Yeah. <laughs> he leaves the ring. It's like, all right. about it? This is what it is. This is what it is. I'm not getting involved in this. Yeah. Um, and this My part, been it. And this moment was great. I love this. This was awesome. This was really good. So uh, uh, Mox hits Kenny in the, in the gut with the bat. He's about to take a swing at him. Pac comes in, tosses the broom, tosses the bat, and gets in Mox's face. Yeah. And commentary is really doing a hell of a job selling it, yeah. saying, Pac does not want to be DQ'd. Why? Mm-hmm. Wins and losses matter. Yeah, and he starts saying, what are you doing? Like, think Pac about is, it. He's like, think about it. You're being stupid right now. Be smart. Yeah. It was a great, yeah, it was really good. Moments like that of in-ring storytelling, mm-hmm. I love. We don't get that enough in WWE, I don't That's feel true. like. That's true. Um, so we don't get him at all, just not enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mox, he doesn't care about that. Uh, hits a, a, a what do you call it, paradigm shift? Well, at first he gives him a double a double middle finger. Yeah, and then uh, he hits death rider. He's called death paradigm rider. shift. Death rider for the sake of taking notes is easier. It's shorter words. Just use that. It's All right, okay. death rider. And then he we're leaves. not beholden to New Japan and their trademarks and AEW and their trademarks. I know. I mean, this is an AEW show. I'm be consistent with what they call the moves. I'm yeah, I know. What it is. I know. Because people might not watch New Japan. They watch AEW. And it's like what the hell's a death rider? They call it paradigm shift. What are these idiots talking about? Anyways, hits paradigm shift on Pac, he leaves. Uh, then uh, uh, Paige hits buckshot lariat. Kenny hits another nasty-looking V-trigger, mm-hmm. and they're all nasty-looking. He just somehow can make it look like yeah, he's I tearing know. somebody's head off every I time know. he does it. Uh, and then Paige pins Pac after hitting Deadeye. Mm-hmm. Really fun match. Yeah. Uh, some good story beats going on between all of them, and it was later on it's announced that next week we're going to get Mox versus Pac. Mm-hmm. That should be a hell of a match. Pac. Mox versus Pac. Pac. That should be good. Uh, and then finally, oh, and also next week, uh, it shows in Pittsburgh, so they're having uh, uh, some sort of segment or match with Britt Baker. She's from Pittsburgh and the semifinals. Let's talk about this now. I guess we kind of did already, though. Semifinals for this tag tournament. Um, I'm of the belief that we're going to get a private party dark order final. Do you disagree with that whatsoever? No, I think you're right. All right. I think Good. you're right. Good conversation. I think, I think SCU is, I think SCU is like, they got they they pulled out the gutsy win this week, yeah. But it's going to catch up to them when they have a stronger opponent. Mm-hmm. Best friends are booked into the ground. What's their what's their win loss now? <laughs> have they won a match? Yeah, have yeah, they? Yeah, you got to bring in Reynolds and Silvers for these guys. <laughs> got to wheel those guys out, man. Maybe. Um, yeah. Okay. Let me ask you about so Pack versus Mox next. Week. Yeah, that's got to end in a. That's got to end in a in a scrub, right? They don't do scrub finishes, man. Not to say Kenny like won't be a rough bump. Kenny won't come out and and destroy Mox with the one winged angel, allow Pac to get the win or something like that. Well, that's kind of what I mean by a scrub. Oh finish. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's gonna, gonna look strong coming out of this. Really, they're both gonna be. And that's what I, I'm sort of like trying. Like one thing that I think NXT in its first couple of weeks was doing was. Load like these takeover level matches, mm-hmm. and I just want them to get to take. I want them to start building the takeover. I know. So you don't have, and I kind of want like you know you got Pack versus Mox next week. It's probably going to end like you said with Omega getting involved. I mean that the match, the match for Full Gear. Does Pack have a match for Full Gear? They I should, wouldn't be surprised. Add I'm, him in. To I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it ends up being uh, Pack versus Page though. Because their their match last weekend uh, had a kind of a wonky finish because Pac kicked yeah, in the, that's in the true front too. area. That's true too. Yeah, I just want them to pace out these big matches. Oh, I know. Pack versus Box. That's a money I mean, match. Yeah, right that there. could be a pay per view match. Mm-hmm. But it could also lead to yeah. It's probably going to Pack versus Hangman. That's going to be good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had our main event: Darby Allen versus Chris Jericho. Yeah. Uh, and this was you know obviously Darby Allen, the guy who looks like he's what 120 pounds, uh, but he'll do anything. He's crazy. 
and uh, Chris Jericho. Street fight. Street fight rules. Philadelphia. Well, they, they still had rope breaks, though, which <sighs> shouldn't be rope breaks in the street oh, fight. They, yeah, they did have. Yeah, they a did couple have. of them. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, Darby Allen starts out fast. I think he started with like, it was like a shotgun drop kick he started out Yeah, he started out fast in the ground pound, hits suicide dive. Mm-hmm. He gets back in the ring after tossing Jericho back in. Jericho takes control. Um, he's in control for a while. Eventually, though, uh, Darby makes a comeback, hits a sunset bomb, gets a two. Uh, pretty much as soon as Jericho kicks out, though, he's right back in control. And they, they frame the, the story of the match early on, whereas, yeah, Darby had the, the speed and quickness advantage. Uh, Jericho... Uh, had the strength and experience advantage. Yes. Um, this spot was nasty looking. Jericho tosses Darby Allen towards the ring post, but instead of hitting the ring post like with a shoulder, like they do in WWE, he just like flung himself completely out of the ring mm, and started yeah. selling knee. Come back from commercial, and Jericho has uh, materialized a kendo stick, starts beating up Darby Allen with it. Eventually, though, Darby uh, uh, avoids a shot, makes a comeback, hits crossbody, gets a two. And then Jericho just hits Code Breaker right away at mm-hmm. uh, the kick out. Mm-hmm. Um, then Darby grabs the rope, bottom rope. Jericho goes out, gets a chair, takes it to Darby. Uh, he sets up the chair in the corner, puts up Darby in a lawn dart position. Darby reverses it into the stunner. Um, and then shortly thereafter, Jericho puts Darby in the walls of Jericho. Uh, Darby on gets the ropes. But it's going to be a rope break, street fight. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, after that, Jericho goes down, gets some tape, tapes Darby's hands together, um, and then Jericho starts punching him and tossing him around the ring mm-hmm. all over mm-hmm. the place. Uh, and then Darby avoids a shot from Jericho, uh, hits a, a, essentially a line saw but with no hands, Yeah, gets a two, and then lays out Jericho with that crazy suicide dive where he jumps through the ropes and does a, like a half a rotation. That was rad. So I like he that. does suicide dive into like a senton. Yeah. Um, yeah, that moonsault, I don't want to understand that. That moonsault was freaking great, too. Yeah. The handless moonsault, that was awesome. And then uh, Jericho's back on the ring. Darby hits this crazy corks. I don't even know how he gets to the top rope with no hands. How do you balance like that? Oh, man. That's crazy. Hits He's so light. He's so light. Corkscrew moon uh, uh, splash, gets a two. Um, and then uh, Darby Allen skateboards is hanging out in the corner of the entire match. Jericho gets it and power bombs Darby Allen right on top of it. Mm-hmm. Darby kicks out. Yeah. And then uh, Jericho gets the chair, takes the swing at Darby. He avoids, drop kicks Jericho with the chair up in his face, goes up top. Oh, man, Jake Hager, he comes out. He pushes Darby Blue on. Blue polo. Gray slacks. Yeah, pushes Darby on off the top rope. Boo. Darby puts him in, uh, sorry, Jericho puts him in the walls. Darby submits. Mm-hmm. Can't do anything. Well, he can't tap. See, I understand, Stop the, it. I understand the point of using the rope break prior to the lead of this finish. Yeah. It's just kind of nonsensical because there shouldn't be rope breaks in a street fight. Is there anything where you can tape somebody's hands together and still have traditional rules in a match? I don't think there is. No, there's not. Yeah. So you got to have one or the other, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, Inner Circle runs out. They got some bubbly with them. And they celebrate. And they celebrate. With a bubble. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. It was a fun show. Uh, Liam Wagner was there last night. Oh, cool. He had That's a blast. Right. He said it was a great time. Good. After the match, they had um, they had a Cody take on the little child who was dressed up like Orange Cassidy mm-hmm. in the uh, in the crowd. Yeah, I know. A big time match there. Yeah, and... and, and Baby Orange Cassidy won. He won over, yeah. Yeah. No, was that wasn't the only match that happened. It was like an eight-man tag match. Right. 
Right. Uh, would you like to answer some questions? Would you like to answer some questions? Sure, why not? Uh, if you have AW questions and you're in the chat doing super chats, or whatever, now is the time. Well, I'm going to read what we have here, anyways. Uh, Minoru Suzuki, you realize today Finn Balor is older than Danny Birch. I honestly thought he was bloody 50. Finn Balor is what, 37? Danny Birch isn't at least really? I thought, wow. I thought he was in his 40s. That's shocking. I thought Danny Birch was like 130. He is 37. He's younger than us. Wow. I mean, I know we're old, but geez. I thought that's his whole gimmick. Yeah, he's since 38. Old. Wow. Wouldn't well, you assume, that, you assume if he's called the governor, then he'd be older. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kelly 88. Was I the only one who didn't know Santana in order? Oh, you read that already. Mm-hmm. I'm from New York. Uh, Wang Choco says Russo. Devil. Russo. Russo. He thinks this is over. Um, or non news. Cody Miles says Santana and Ortiz should be called. Oh, man. The Inner Circle Enforcers. Ice. No. That's like a real sensitive topic to a lot of people, man. That's a terrible idea, Cody. Um, <sighs> Joe Juarez, uh, there seems to be a small biting fetish in AEW. Yeah, we saw biting. Um, didn't like Marco? Oh, yeah. Wasn't the, was it the oh, yeah, Seto yeah, yeah, Mieta yeah, yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marco bit him. Bite it there, yeah. Yeah. Again, uh, March 88, thank you so much again. Uh, generally accepted. AEW win-loss records, packages, and stories A+, but so many wrestling mistakes with so many wrestlers being new to TV. The WWE Impact veterans stand out. Ah, I I don't think it's that noticeable. I mean, sometimes you notice it. I don't think it's that no. I don't think it's distracting. Um, I kind of disagree with that. Uh, over here on the Patreon, you can get access to the Patreon uh, QA thread wall thing for a dollar a month. James Fletcher, Pentagon is the best heel in wrestling. Do you agree or disagree? Isn't he like too over to be a heel? Yeah, I don't really consider him a, a, a full heel. He's more like just an awesome tweener guy. Yeah. I mean, I know he, he, he doesn't really do anything good like in terms of like altruistic. But he doesn't cheat either. No, he doesn't. He's just really good and sometimes a little mean. Yeah. Or he's, aggressive. He's scary. Jay White's got to be up there for best heel. Uh, Sam. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Jay, I said Jay White. He's a really good heel. Yeah, he's a good heel. People legitimately don't like him. Chris Jericho being contention, but people just like him because he's Chris Jericho. Yeah. MJF is like super face these days. I know. He's not even <laughs> trying to be heel. You anymore. know, what? Who, who? I forget who you should say this about, but like MJF has just morphed into he's not a bad guy. He's just a bit of a D. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not a bad guy. He's just kind of a jerk. Yeah. Which is like a great place to be. Yeah. He's so over, man. Yeah, because when so he turns good. on Cody, oh, man. It's going to be nuclear. Yeah. What if they never do that and they're always just expecting it? Here's the thing. they always, He always has that moment of, like, reflection. When it happens, there will be no reflection. It's not going to be, oh, he thinks about it, he thinks about it, and then he does it. Just That's what do he it. does now. Mm-hmm. He's just going to do it. Mm-hmm. Sam Montgomery, you guys need to start watching BTE. The episodes are 15 to 20 minutes long and their sound is a little better. I just use headphones if it's hard to, hard, hard to hear. Why don't you guys watch it at the office? That's a good point, Sam Montgomery. Maybe we'll start. I always just miss it. Yeah, me too. Um, maybe I'll start watching it on the tail end of Because like on Tuesdays, uh, power's on. Maybe I'll just watch it after power. Yeah, maybe. Power's good, man. Yeah, no, I need, I need to check it out. So there's not enough it. hours in the day. You'd enjoy it. 
And the cool thing about it, it's only one hour. It's only a single hour. It's like some days, it's like, I don't have no, an hour. That's why I haven't watched Dark yet. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I'd like to. But we do stuff here. We got a fun video coming up on Saturday. That's yeah. going to be fun. People are going to like that. Yeah. And I think the fun finale might go up on Saturday, too, if I can get it done in time. Ooh. Uh, Adrian C. Does AEW have a women's division problem? The actual wrestling isn't on the level of NXT, and the roster is paper thin. It was supposed to be a focus for the company, but they appear to have dropped the ball so far. I will agree that we have not seen as much as I would like to see mm-hmm. in the women's division mm-hmm. um, on AEW. Uh, is it a problem? It will be eventually. We're only on week three. Um, I think it could be. I want to see these characters get fleshed out. I want to see who's chasing what yeah, for what. Just, I think we just need more. We need more. Mm-hmm, for sure. Andrew Jocelyn, who do you see holding their mid-card championship forced? I see Darby Allen holding that AEW TV title before he goes for the big one again. Him or Scorpio Sky? Scorpio Sky. It's got, it's got to be Scorpio Sky. He's going to be there, Mr. Perfect. It's a good thing, though. Well, it's not a bad position. But eventually, it's Mr. Perfect if he, if he actually won the world. Yeah, title. I was going to say, he's got to go past mid, uh, best mid-card champion. Yeah, I don't want him to be best guy to have never won the big title. Yeah, exactly. That's not what I think of him. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's see here. Uh, big strong boy. Which two singles wrestlers on the AEW roster would you pair each other with? And then try to think of a team name for said So team. we each have to pair up with an AEW roster member. Would you pair each other with? Oh, so I have to find someone for you. Oh, yeah, I guess he is talking about us, huh? Yeah. Oh, yours is easy. It's pack. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. You're basically there anyways. The Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Just chill. Mm-hmm. Just sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Chill. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I'm like two-thirds of the way becoming bastard Pac, huh? <laughs> basically, yeah. I'm fine with that. Uh, it'd be the, the team name would be Ann Pack. Yeah. <laughs> and Pac. Yeah, you'd say it really exactly. I told you how to say my name. Yeah, it's Pac. It's Pac. Pac. Ooh. I think it's a bit. It's good. Ooh. Pack, oh. Pac, Pac, Pac. Are you mocking me? <laughs> says, you bastard. You bastard. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan, do you think AEW even needs a mid-card title? Yes, I do. Yeah, sure. Not yet. When I start bringing on, uh, having people on a, on a more regular basis, then yes. Yeah, maybe not like not now. No. It would be too much if they did now. Like yeah. Three months. Yeah. What's after full gear? We don't know. Unannounced. Probably something President's Day weekend, probably on the West Coast. I would When's suspect. that? February? Yeah. Then February. February. No. February. It's be maybe at the next all out show. Library. It's the soonest. Library. The soonest it would happen. Uh, let's see here. Instead of it sounding like a T, it'd be cool if they can come with some clever uh, version of some mid card title. Like a submission belt or something like that, you know. Oh, a TV title, man. TV title. And that's probably what they. Yeah, will but do. here's the you know the thing about a TV title. It's supposed to be defended every TV. I know, and that's just taking up space. You don't need to be defended every TV. No, that's what I'm saying. Something creative. The dark title. But then wouldn't it only be on dark? I don't want that either. I don't know. Call, me, people more call it the freaking Air Continental title. Why not? No, mid card title. Let's call it mid card title. American title. There you go. <laughs> Southern states title. <laughs> Speaking of which, the one and only Jess AJ wants to know, when is Jesse Gass being signed to AEW? And who would he feud with first? Jesse Gass is past his prime, sorry to tell you. Nah, man, I'll take that AEW money. Absolutely. You know who I'd feud with first? Hangman's horse. 
<laughs> you ever fought a, fought a horse there, I'm surprised bro? he wouldn't take it to Luchasaurus right away. <laughs> yeah, I'll take on an injured dinosaur. <laughs> Why not? Sounds like a blast. By the sounds of it, you wrestled plenty. By the sounds of it, you wrestled plenty of animals, Jesse. <laughs> not seeing you wrestle a dinosaur, however. Sometimes inside the bedroom, bro. <laughs> Perhaps it's best we move on. Uh, yeah, sleazy mo. Don't mean to sound like a hater, but I don't like the Marco Stunt character. He plays his role well, but he's the smallest non-little person wrestler I've ever seen. <laughs> Where is the line between being an underdog and being too unrealistic? Or is there a line at all? I mean, a lot of people say they, they're not in a Marco stunt because they simply find him not believable. All right, that's their prerogative. Absolutely. For me, it's a show. I see the point. If he was out there powerbombing everybody, I would agree <laughs> with you. But it's right. like 90% of his matches, he is getting thrown around. So they got a guy out here who wrestled for Virgil Flynn a bunch called uh, Big, Rod, Big Rob Hands, right? Yeah. And he would do that. He would like like the big, the big men. He'd t- take on a guy like Cal. And Cal would have to sell... That he's like a big guy. Well, because he was pretty much he was he's his gimmick was Sid. Yeah, right, right. He'd come right, up with the yeah. Sid's music. Yeah, that was his gimmick. That like in his head. But he's really small. Yeah, he's he's a he's a small dude. Yeah. Um, uh, but his gimmick was that he was Sid essentially. And he was a large wrestler. And it for comedy value, it's very amusing. Yeah. That's not Marco Stunt. Marco brutal Rob hands. Brutal, yeah. Rob hands. Uh, Marco Stunt uses savvy. To to try to win matches. Yes. Um, but most of the time, he is getting thrown around the ring. Yeah. And that's believable. He's yeah. getting thrown around yeah, the ring. As you would expect. Yeah. And so whenever he hits an, off- offensive, an offensive move, it's kind of shocking, mm-hmm. and people mark out for it. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Totally. Me, he's, personally, he's, I'm okay with that. He's not in there powerbombing. Uh, he's not choke slamming people, man. No. No. He's not powerbombing anybody. Yeah. It's all opportunistic offense. Mm-hmm. And that's totally cool. Yeah. I'm fine with all. Yes, this I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. He, um, he plays he plays that specific role really well too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he does. I think he's really good at. It. Um, yeah, my my last little comment about AEW man is just I keep on going back because whenever we're like reading down things, uh, I'm the commentary. They need to get Jr. Just gives too few f's. That's the problem, and I feel like sometimes they like they get on Excalibur for doing a really good job. I know. And that bums me out. Uh, part of me just wishes it was like Tony and Excalibur. I know. You know, because I feel like Shivani's kind of in a weird spot because I think I think Shivani would be really good with Excalibur, but JR's in there almost being like kind of resentful for Excalibur. Well, I wonder if part of it too is because we saw when JR first showed up, he was the play by play guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's Excalibur's role right mm-hmm. now. JR is there is is there as an uh, more as an analyst than anything else yeah. to kind of flesh out it seems like the the emotional undertones of the match. Mm-hmm. Excalibur is there is, is there to call the action. Yeah. Because he's really good at it. He knows the names of all the moves and all the wrestlers. <laughs> and then, then when, but whenever he whenever he calls a move that JR like the the the, the Piscato thing. I was I was annoyed so supremely with JR at that moment. I know. I'm like you old man. I know. Stop stop, you know. This isn't this isn't for grumpy old men. All right. This is this, this show is all about youthful energy. Yeah. Agreed. Why don't you just call it a crossbody? What? Just shut up and do your job, Jr. I know. You're not play by play. I know. Anyways, 
I mean, on one hand, sometimes it's entertaining, the cluster na nature of it. Yeah. But at the same time, like Excalibur's really good. He's really good. Yeah. And Shivani's a really good play-by-play -play guy, I too. Like, yeah, I know. Maybe yeah. that's the issue, is that you got three guys on there who are all naturally play-by-play <laughs> -play guys. Right, yeah. And you really don't have the Corey Graves, yeah. the Bobby Heenan, you know? Yeah. The Jesse Ventura, not necessarily a heel uh, analyst, but mm. someone to to flesh out the story apart from what moves are happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but some people have Lena Bliss here in chat says, "Are you crazy? Commentary is amazing. That's cool. I'm glad you. I'm glad you enjoy it's it. Just, it's just, I don't, I don't necessarily have an issue with it. It's just a little awkward sometimes. A little bit, yeah, yeah. And again, it's week three. It is week three. And by uh, and large, when I'm watching AEW, is at a time when my house is a bit crazy. Mm -hmm. So I don't hear a whole lot of the commentary. Yeah, yeah. A couple kids running around. Yeah, Bama's dinner gone. trying to like, be made. My, my dad takes Bama. And so I, my AEW experience is pure and oh, okay. unfiltered. So yeah, yeah, I don't get that. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is. It look, and it's great to hear Jr.'s voice, and it's mm -hmm. great to hear Tony Schiavone's voice. And mm -hmm. I'm a big Excalibur fan, mm -hmm. so it is. It is really good. And I think it's going to be the kind of thing where, like a year from now, assuming they're all still there in their positions, they're going to have developed a bond and yeah, a chemistry, it and it, it should out. be very entertaining. Yeah. So they just all got to find their 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 roles and what they do best you know yeah yeah for sure um anyways that's it for our aew review uh we have two other videos uh live right now who won wednesday uh and then of course our nxt review if you want to watch that you can they're on the channel right now and of course they're on the podcast well the the reviews are going up on the on podcasts everywhere the who won wednesday if you want to you gotta go to man. youtube it's you gotta go to YouTube. youtube it's like eight minutes long so uh thanks so much for watching Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.